Oh, yeah, girl. Draw me like one of your French girls, mud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Oh, so I need a nipple rub. Bed, I, I need a nipple rub. Give me the nipple rub. <laughs> Come on. You can do Taylor's it. Taylor's nipple is <laughs> dark. It's like a pepperoni. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. It's for OnlyFans. He's a cam girl now. Taylor is a cam girl now. <laughs> we, have a, we make a DOMF OnlyFans. Oh, my God. That would be great. One day we'll get there, guys. That's my, my and favorite And dudes idea. and I will not be included. It will just be the dudes. Hey folks, welcome back to the Deck of Many Friends podcast. This is Sully, your DM, and last time on the Deck of Many Friends, the party was brought to the grinding gear by Garble, and the three of Bitsy, Raval, and Koshu headed off to the archives and were whirred around the archives on plates, and they gathered a bit of information, although the, the archivists seem to be somewhat um, vague about uh, what what she could provide. Meanwhile, Tag and Stitcher headed off to the seediest bar they could find in the miners' level of Balthaldir. Tag, through a bit of prodding and a face from his past, was talked into uh, joining the tavern pit fight to which he won and brought Stitcher back to the grinding gear and was left with a fading memory of a friend of the past saying that they will remember and that's where we left off let's tell a story hey all you many friends out there it's Rin and we are once again asking you to check us out on Instagram Every like and especially comment not only fills us with spine-tingling feels, but also helps our fledgling of a podcast out immensely. If for some reason you have no soul and haven't followed us on the Insta yet, you can find us there at Deck of Many Friends. Get behind-the-scenes insights, previews of episode art, and deep dives into lore and win some sweet, sweet swag. Also, the more of you follow us there, the less Ken bothers me, so please save me. (sighs) Okay, now back to the irresistible, child-conceiving voice of everybody's favorite DM, Sully. Raval, you fly through the shelves of books as they whoosh past you, and you come to a halt in a dark corner of the archives, a place you didn't think could exist in this like endless line. Um, it brings you to a, uh, a point where uh, a, a small round table uh, sits with uh, a book with the cover already open and turned to a page the archivist calls out over the intercom origins of Highfair would you like to start at the beginning yes yes I would the book slams shut and then opens to the first page Origins of Highfair. It goes through and explains the uh, creation of Highfair and Thessal's 
um, building of this this world and the introduction of every single one of the pantheon of High Fair. Um, you turn and turn and turn as you you've, you've probably uh, read or heard this 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 tale many times, and you scroll down to where uh, Thessal calls out to Nerium and she takes the form of a spider in his hand and he places her uh, onto the world and ferries his followers into Heretic's Respite and you go on and the story continues with uh, the uh, origination of Ildra and I think that's it that's the last one it goes Nerium and then Ildra is there any specific details about the relationship of Nerium to the other gods? Roll me an investigation check. Oh, it the die is cocked on a two and an eighteen, and it picks a two. <laughs> so five. God. <laughs> Rob. Robbed. Yeah. yeah. First roll of the episode. I want robbed. my $3 back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you rephrase your question? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you rephrase your question? What's the relationship? I'm sorry. Can you rephrase your... Can you rephrase your... Can you rephrase your... False looking up. Hello. Looking around... Welcome to the archives. What is your query? What is your... What is your... What is your query? Can I bring you to the exit? Roll looks down at the book. um, What is your query? What's the relationship between Nerium and the other gods? What... What is your... Can you re... Welcome to the archives. And the book on the desk starts flying through pages back and forth, back and forth. Looks like it's it's like searching for something as it does. And the book starts to lift into the air. What do you do? I uh, I revolves sort of leans back or takes a tiny step back, you know, because he's on this platform, and he just watches very intently and unsure of what to do. He looks around to see if there's anybody around. Um, but I assume there's nobody around in the archives this late at night. You look around and there's nobody around you at all. The book lifts and lifts and you can see it start to glow from the underside. Revolve kind of puts... What his, is puts, your... What is your... Revolve put his hand on the bag to see if he feels anything weird with the bag, but also make sure it's secure. And then again, kind of look around very tense. And then is the book still flipping? book is still flipping as it's being raised and as you reach back and touch the idol through the um, through the satchel like on the outside of it yeah, you can feel the cold start to seep through the canvas of the satchel and you hear a familiar giggle 
Oh and no! In the, the archive? No! <laughs> and the book shuts and starts to spin and shoots up into the air. What is your? What is your? Can I bring you to the exit? Y- yes. Okay, going. And you shoot off in like a, a breakneck speed in this this uh, unnatural, like not. The, the speed of it before was was unsettling. Now you, you're having a hard time staying on the platform as it um, hurdles towards the exit far, far, far down the way where uh, you guys entered. Uh, Koshu and Bitsy, you see as your two platforms uh, start to converge and... R- eventually settle into uh, right next to each other and uh, you look at each other and a book slides out from the um, it's a book and not a scroll this time it is a book not a scroll this time Uh, a book slides out from the bookshelf and lays flat uh, open to the first page and Koshu you notice being the most familiar, and I don't think Bitsy's actually seen it. This is the same exact tome that Stitcher has in her possession. <gasps> what? <laughs> Unexpected! Sacrifices to Tersis. Oh my god. This is Stitcher's book. Bitsy just kind of shocked is going to look to see if it has a list of names too. And as you're reaching out to turn the page, Koshu, like, snatches your wrist. Don't touch it. Why not? We don't know. Uh, what are you looking for? Let's have, uh, the archivist do it. List of names that were sacrificed to Tursus. And he just kind of, like, looks up, like, (laughs) waiting for the archivist. So, the book doesn't move. Sacrifices to Tursus. So it's just on the right page. Uh, I'll just take a it's hard on look the, at the page. It's the front page. It oh. doesn't say, it say anything. Oh. Doesn't say anything. Um, Koshu will reach out with his skeleton hand and flips through the pages looking for a list of sacrifices. Go and roll me a Constitution check. Don't touch it, guys! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Mistakes have been made. Oh. Are there the one who says, <laughs> says the. Says the one who opened the book in the first place. Might as well just read the whole thing. You guys gonna just touch it. Oh, God. I got a seven, bro. <laughs> but you have advantage on it for being brave. <laughs> I love how Jules has decided who and what has advantage well, all you know, the time. It's basically everyone... Every role. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, we have advantage, right? He um, has disadvantage, don't like right? You, unless I don't like you, then you have disadvantage. <laughs> or I just want to see this shit happen. But I feel like as long as I'm creative with the reasoning, it should stand. She is a benevolent god. She <laughs> <laughs> is, truly. Okay, hey, I, uh, I rolled a seven on my con check. As you flip through the pages of this tome, even with your dead hand... The pages start to feel cold. And this bothers you. This bothers you because you have no nerve endings in your bony hand. Yeah. Am I seeing anything happen to his hand? No. Nothing is 
visually happening to his hand as you turn through the pages. You see as it as if there is text on these pages, but as you, you stop to try and read them, they sort of fade away and you start to hear Oh, and he snaps his hand away, like, immediately. <laughs> Are you done with sacrifices to Tursus? Yes. Oh, no, what? We're Are done. you done with sacrifices to Tursus? Are you done with sacrifices okay. to Tursus? Yes. The book flips open more and more and more and lifts from the the plate that it's sitting on. And you two hear that familiar giggle. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Yes. Can I bring you to the exit? Yes. Are you done? Are you done? Both of your plates shift and jerk, but they seem to malfunction as they're next to each other and can't really gauge are you done are you done can i bring can welcome to the archives welcome and then breakneck speed they head off to the entrance and the three of you converge and the plates that you're standing on collapse and then break into small pieces of ceramic that uh shatter on the floor leaving you all on all fours, landing on the floor of the archives. When you see ahead of you the archway, which is filled with this opaque light, start to flicker. What do you do? I think we need to run. I think we need to leave, yes. Let's go. And so Raval stand up and help Bitsy and Koshu up. Uh, being careful to grab Koshu's normal hand. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Not my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> and we all bolt. And as bolt out the door. Raval heads out the door, Bitsy following, and then Koshu, as the last bits of you, you turn back and look as you see the shelves behind you start to topple and crash and oh, crash. <laughs> no, no. And you what hear the giggle one more time and you break through. Oh my god. Okay, but these bitches are not supposed to be coming. That was the whole point of the sacrifices. <laughs> Have they made sacrifices recently? Have we fucked shit up? <sighs> did the sacrifice did the sacrifice succeed? <laughs> that entire- Maybe Koshu was the sacrifice, oh. but then Koshu came back. And then also, Bitsy, you didn't die two times. <laughs> back yeah, to back. Yeah, but God brought me back. I was her sacrifice. It was her choice. Yeah, but maybe this is like their their fucking feud or something like that. Where they're like, no, that was mine, you're, bro. You're, <laughs> like, yeah, they're like dick. Yeah, you're, people are getting sacrificed, and then they're like, oh, I'm not going to let that happen because. I need to pour out my wrath on the followers of so and so or something like that, you know? Ooh. So they constantly like don't accept these sacrifices. I don't know. 
Anyway, so, I don't know. Hold on. While while we have a Taylor Chub meter, I, I just want to tell you how much of a Sully Chub meter this is giving me. <laughs> right? Like it is, we're like at seven eighths right now. It's almost full. Right? full. Almost fully erect, guys. Good job. Almost figuring this shit out. That, Would you uh, say maybe we fucked up the balance? Oh. <laughs> the balance deserves to be fucked up because it's dumb in the first place. Eat the rich. Sorry. <laughs> Proletariat will rise. As you exit through this opaque light door, you're thrust back into the sort of darkness that that is the halls of Balfaldir. And you're left standing there. In the middle of the bustling town. What do you do? Um, I look over at Revol and I say, uh, Did you hear the laughs? The giggles? Yes. And the statue was responding some some way. I, I was I looked for a for a book about Nerium and and then the the person controlling the archives started to talk loosely and not coherently and then I grabbed a statue to ensure its safety and then I heard the laughs and the statue started to seep its energy through the satchel. Bitsy and I landed at the same book and it was exactly like Stitcher's book. And Why would she have a book about sti- the sacrifices to a god? I thought that was like her helping book or something. We're not really well, sure. It would appear there's more than one, and there's surely some some motivation from Tursus to, to have these two books. Uh, there could be more. Almost certainly. We got to that, that home by way of searching for sacrifices to Tursus. And you said it was seeping its energy out when you heard the giggling? Yes, it was almost immediate. I, the book started to flip pages and shoot into the air. As crazy as that sounds, it doesn't then, doesn't sound crazy at all. That's exactly what happened to our book. And when I touched it, it was cold. It's really important you understand. I have no way to feel cold in the hand I used to touch it. And then. Just before I exited, and we sped off much the same way you did, the giggles were (laughs) audible, and I'm pretty sure I saw the library collapsing. I think we broke it. (laughs) Of course we did. That's just our luck. (laughs) Let's go back and hurry. I don't want to be with the statue much longer. We need to get to the bottom of this. It feels like we're toys in a game. And I don't know. I worry that we're all turning into sacrifices ourselves. <laughs> and then Raval kind of like dusts himself off a little bit and takes one look at the at that giant gem thing. Does it look any different or does it look the same as it did? Roll me a perception check. Oh, I will roll you a perception check. And I will give you a number of... It's upside down. I can't read it. 14. You couldn't read. Okay. <laughs> couldn't read 14 upside down? <laughs> well, no, it was, it, was, it was a nine, but it had the line and it was upside down. So I was like, what? 
Oh, yeah, that's confusing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's confusing. Yeah. But 14 is what it ended up being. You turn and look up to the sort of octagonal gym that um, rests above the archway. And what before to you just seemed like a backlit gym, you see those arcing uh, circulations of energy start to speed up visibly to the point of where it seemed like it was jumping between points rather than flowing. And this continues and continues and continues to uh, a, a speed almost invisible, right? Uh, unperceptible. Would you? Let's hurry back and revolt. Again, make sure the statue is secured and the satchel kind of just feels for it to make sure he knows it's still there and then continues and then, well, and then starts walking back towards the gear, uh, the grinding gear, the grinding gear. Yes. So as you reach back to touch the satchel, uh, you feel you kind of finger for it around with the, uh, the canvas around it and the canvas no longer feels cold to your touch but the idol seems bigger that's not good I want to say that before they get back to the tavern or anything like that Tag went into his room and uh, like had his little like flashback and stuff like that and started drinking and then after he got like good and drunk like went downstairs and is like Hanging out by himself with the bartender, just drinking now. Okay. The sister's definitely like in her bed, probably not asleep, because y'all know when you drink too much, you're not actually sleeping. You're just like laying there, <laughs> being way too drunk. And she's like in her bed, spitting and being like, <laughs> so sad. So, as the three of you rush back to the grinding gear and kind of uh, shove the door open and close it behind you, you hear the bartender uh, slapping the bell on on the things. You hear the ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, dragon, <laughs> you didn't get one of those. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Look, look, and I'm Tim, not saying that I Tim? killed it. Well, Tim, yeah, there's no way you beat him either. Uh, no, well, no. Uh, does this explain anything? And he pulls out the uh, the pouch of his winnings and just kind of like slams it down on the counter. And the bartender, who has been drinking a bit of his own at this point, picks up the, the, the pouch and dumps it out onto onto the counter. That's easily 500 gold, Tag. Well, I don't well know how played. to count that high. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to have to assume that you're right. Um. But would you say that that is a sum that is appropriate for beating Tim? I'd say it is. You're right. Oh, <laughs> patrons, you're back. It's a little late. Tag turns around and he's like, hello, friend. Oh, you look like you've seen Ghost. What are the we'll catch up in the morning and, and Raval just walks over to the Tag, hands him the satchel, like doesn't wait for him to grab it. He just shoves it in his chest and lets it go and then goes to his room. Pitsy's gonna go straight to Stitcher's room. 
Okay. <laughs> Koshu, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'll sit down next to Tag. Tag kind of takes a second to like collect all the coins back into the pouch and then make sure to leave one out for the bartender and kind of like slides it over to him as he puts the pouch back away and uh, grabs his drink. So those two are a little icy. What happened? Oh, man. <laughs> and he'll, he'll walk you through it. Like, <laughs> uh, he'll go over the bitty and him landing at the same book and what what happened with that book and then also uh, what Raval went through as best as he can remember and then the collapse and giggles <clears throat> and how the giggles were present when they had both fucked around with these books uh, and the glitching occurred all at the same time I leave you to babysit for one night not even one night a few hours and you you break things you fuck things up. The Can bartender I... kind of leans over the bar to Koshu and says, You broke the archives. The archives broke while we were there. I don't know if it was our fault. I'm not taking responsibility for breaking your entire archive. Mm-hmm. I'll have one of the bots go check it out in the morning. Tag, it was good sharing a few drinks with you. I'm going to retire to the okay. cot down here. <laughs> I was about to say that I, that you look a little bit young to retire, but if you can already do that, you've got very good financial sense. <laughs> I do run a very nice establishment. Anyway, good night to the both of you. I'm hoping night, you're Tim. wrong. My name's not Tim. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. Good night. <laughs> and Tag just kind of like finishes his drink and uh, gathers up his things. And then right. uh, as you're almost about to walk away, Koshi um, catches your sleeve and he's like, I also looked up the Wingdeer Monastery. I have a few questions. Um, okay. There were theories about the Haku Adoth and the Wingdeer Monastery being linked. There were the acceptance of new Wingdeer Monastery applicants, dates, and new assassins known dates years later from those parents. Okay, like, and tags like not really in the right mind to be linking together <laughs> things like it's that. Conspiracy and like, theories. <laughs> and he's like, um, yes, because we all know that what makes the best assassins is sweeping a floor all day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why, you get Miyagi to death every day? <laughs> yes. Wash on, wash off. Don't exactly know what... What you I mean, you know, anybody can write down anything and put it in an archive. Yeah, fair enough. Don't believe everything you read on the internet, okay, Koshu? (laughs) I don't remember seeing any guys in black pajamas running around while I was there. Everybody usually wears, you know, dull-colored things. Um, I, I just, I don't know. None of that doesn't make any sense to me. 
Well, whoever this person writing down anything that they want to write down is, knew who I was and who my brother was. Who was the author? I uh, didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> Literally was about to say <laughs> What was the copyright date and publisher? Do you remember the ISBN? <laughs> Did you even take a simple bibliography reference? Definitely not. <laughs> oh my god. Koshu gets a zero on his works cited page. <laughs> yeah, right. And I told you I wasn't a researcher. I just <laughs> you would love these archives, though. You just Didn't you just talk break to them? people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would have loved the archives, but I don't have a chance now. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the what do you call them? The bots. Maybe the bots will fix it. I don't know what a bot is, but hopefully Neither. Tim's bots got good ones. So Name's uh, not Tim. Be quiet, Tim. Go back to sleep. <laughs> and uh and he tag just kinda shrugs it off. He's like, I think that's strange and maybe you should look into it, especially if you're in it. Because that means that somebody who knew about you, it, it, if they were able to write your name down, your actual name, that means it was someone within your organization who wrote it. Does that make sense? Sure. So, you might have someone compromised in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid theory of other theory. <laughs> It is late. And you're looking slightly more buzzed than you usually are. And, uh, were you just piling coins back up? I mean, no. Like he says, it's like the pouch jingles when he turns. <laughs> also, he has a huge puffy eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did a little brawling. Me, of your own? Brawling. What is no. I actually got ran over by an uh mechanical horse. Uh this is insurance money. You stopped the mechanical <laughs> horse with your uh with your eye? <laughs> yeah, he, he accidentally hit me. It was it was I had this mm. it was a long time there's Gnome Allstate sucks, that's all mm. I'll say. Mm. And uh Tag just kinda like pats Koshu on the shoulder and is like, I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> Tag yeah. makes his way up the stairs, and uh, as Tag is finally reaching the peak of the stairs, you see uh, little Bitsy knocking on Stitcher's door. Stitcher, you hear a knock on your door. What? What do you want? <laughs> She's, like, obviously crying in her room. <laughs> can I come in? Oh, Bitsy, yeah, you can come in. And she's like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, totally. It's fine. You can come in here. It's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. Okay. So Bitsy's going to walk in um, and see that she's crying. Not crying. Nothing's wrong. Um, I have a lot of bad allergies. Oh, kind There's of something in like my you, eye. You were crying when I, when I first knocked. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Crying. I mean, I could do a perception check, but I'm pretty sure I know she's drunk. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, you, yes. you know she's drunk. You can uh, tell immediately as soon as you walk in. I can smell. You smell it, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. White girl wasted. <laughs> smells like a white claw in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smells like a gnome truly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm just gonna sit down next to her. In that book you have. What? You I see it, about Bitsy. That? That's just what. Bitsy, you see the book on the other on the desk where Tag had, had kind of wrapped it up uh, and and placed it there, uh, confirming that this book and the book that you saw were identical, or at least bound identically. Bitsy's gonna walk over to the book, keeping paying attention to how Stitcher's reacting. She's gonna get as close to the book. And reach down like she's going to touch it. She like immediately slaps her hand. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch that piece of shit. What are you doing? If you're gonna touch that, you need to leave right now. And she gets like really mad about it. Can you? I won't touch it. Can you tell me why I can't touch it? And she's like, I can't explain to you why you can't touch it. But do you want your hand to be more fucked up? Because that's how you get your hand more fucked up. This book. She like grabs her dead pinky or whatever, and she's like, "That's that's gonna be bad. Don't do it." But she just looks at it and then continues on. Um, this we saw an exact copy of this book in the archives. What? We saw an exact copy of this book. There's more than one. Apparently so. But the weirder thing was, before I got to that book, I asked for the archives to take me. Um, to anything that would give me information around gnome sacrifices to Ridioc. And that gave me a list of names. Stitcher's face is just looking more and more concerned. So I decided to go and ask for the other gods. And when I went to this one, instead of a scroll of names, it's this book. Have you ever seen names in your book? (laughs) She just starts crying. She's like, oh! There's more than one book. Okay, but what about the names? Have you ever seen names? I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen new names in there. Okay. And what what have you seen in the book? Really bad stuff. Why are you asking me about this right now? I know it's hard. What kind of bad stuff? Tell me where it touched you. <laughs> and she just like held out her hand and like is like showing it to you. It looks the same as your hand, I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, so to, to clarify that, the Stitcher's hand is in a clear pattern, right? This Milky Way shaped, uh, almost inky tattoo um, look. While Bitsy's fingers seem to just be a, the, the tips of two of them uh, have have blackened in that same inky way and and sort of like gradient like growth uh, way but is in no way other than color and pigment similar to how Stitcher's hand is, is uh, tattooed or whatever. Interesting. Stitcher is drunkenly inconsolable and crying about her hand and your hand. Okay, well, I think I'm going to let you sleep it off. Um, (laughs) We can pick this conversation up tomorrow. Do you want me to tuck you in? (laughs) 
So Bitsy, <laughs> just being smaller than her, tries to shuffle her to the bed and plop her down. Yeah. And then yeah. tucks the covers around and says, snug as a bug in a rug, and taps her head and walks out. I don't know what that means, but thank you. <laughs> you walk out, and immediately, as soon as you close the door, you hear the loudest snore ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because <laughs> despite this being Rin's character, I have control over things that are not voluntary. So <laughs> I control how loud she snores. Um, but so you're left out in the hallway. Raval has slammed his door shut and, and run to his room. Uh, Tag is just kind of waltzing up the stairs uh, and and opening his door and, and walking in and closing it behind him as you exit uh, Stitcher's room. Uh, Koshu, you're still downstairs. Uh, we'll get back to that, but Raval, you've, you've gone back up to your room and uh, are you immediately just crashing, crawling in bed, ignoring what was just happened to you, or... Um, I'm asleep. Okay, so you just go. You We've went straight to sleep. You went straight to your yeah. room and went to sleep. Okay, cool. Yeah, Koshu, you're at the bottom of the stairs. Um, you just watched Tag just kind of flippantly, it, it you know, deny your theory, your conspiracy theory about the Winged Deer Monastery and the Haku Adoth, uh, although drunkenly so. The bartender is uh, asleep on his cot behind the bar. Uh, what do you do? Is there anybody awake in this bar? Uh, Bitsy is the only one sort of still awake. Uh, she's upstairs. But she's in a room, right? She, yeah. She, 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 I, she I, went I mean, to her room and went to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I mean down, down in the bar. No. Other than you guys, you haven't seen any patrons to this place. Oh, oh wow. I had just been assuming that they were... It was packed. <laughs> Yeah. So you mean since we walked in, right? Because Tag definitely had a crowd of people. Or, oh nope. no, they were at different the bar. Uh, CD a different bar. bar yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, I was squishing them together. Um, okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, I think he's just gonna take one kind of side glance at the uh, bartender and see that he's asleep and take pity on the guy and just go ahead and since I mean he can't even drink anything anyway so he's just gonna go back up to his room and just keep an an ear open as he walks past all the other doors just to kind of see is anybody awake or you know is just is there anything amiss but he's not expecting anything to be from Stitcher's room you just hear (laughs) (laughs) As you enter your room, Koshu, and start to set up kind of on the floor because the bed mm-hmm. seems a little bit odd to, to meditate on, uh, you do notice as you're sort of setting your cloth out and the, the daggers and uh, set the katana down on the bed is a dart and a note. Oh, what? No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Uh, okay. I want to investigate the room for how, like, he, all of his infiltration alarms are loud as fuck. So he's interested in the note, but he wants to sweep the room really quick and see how somebody could have gotten the note there. Go ahead and roll me investigation. All right. 
They walked in through the door. Oh. 21. You see no signs of forced entry. You don't even really find any evidence of of traps or anything like that that you would uh, potentially look for, knowing what Komu's uh, MO is, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Not so much daggers and and, um, blood as much as sneak and... Uh, hidden death, right? Mm-hmm. None of which is there. Fuck. Alright. Uh, he walks over to the note and tries to read it without having to touch anything. So, to get to the note, you, you have to kind of roll the dart over. Are you just going to kind of shove it? Or what are you doing with the dart? <sighs> okay. I'll pick the dart up and <laughs> get it off of the way. The dart lifts up. No mm-hmm. resistance, no traps, no nothing like that. Okay. And it is full of the necrotic poison. What the that, fuck? That killed you. And then uh, I read the note. You turn the page over, which has been kind of weighted down and flipped over by the, the dart. And it says, Brother, was she worth it? Signed. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's where we get in today's episode. Oh, man. We have, we Yikes. have two very scary trailing things that are always in the wings, two? man. The giggle. Two? The Kumo. giggle, the book, and now your brother. So that's oh, and two. the book. Three. <laughs> yeah.